Hey everyone, welcome back to the pod. I feel like it's been forever since I put an episode out and I'm super excited to be back with you guys and back with this awesome episode. We just hosted our first ever Set Free Women's Conference this past weekend and it was so amazing. It was so awesome to be in a room full of women who are wanting to follow Jesus. We had amazing worship and speakers and we had a great Q&A panel and discussion group time and we also played games and we danced and we ate ice cream and it was seriously just such a special weekend Uh, and it was definitely the highlight of my year so far and I'm just so amazed and encouraged by what God did in my heart and um, hearts of other people who have shared with me so um, thank you guys so much for coming and being a part of such a special weekend. People have already been asking me about next year, so we'll see about that, I guess. Stay tuned. But for today's episode, we have one of my sweet friends, Kaylee Mudge. I actually met her because she came to my Bible study last year, and it has just been so sweet to get to know her and her heart for the Lord, and I'm so excited for you guys to hear our conversation today. Kaylee is on the softball team at FSU, and she is an absolute stud of an athlete. She holds records in the Women's College World Series. She's an All-American, and she's been named ACC First Team, um, which is awesome. And it's just so cool to watch her use her platform to glorify the Lord. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hey, Kaylee, I'm so glad to finally be sitting down with you today and having this conversation. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So the first question that I have to ask you is, what's the biggest thing that you've learned about yourself in the past year? And what's the biggest thing you've learned about God? Mm. The biggest thing I've learned about myself has definitely been like trusting the process. I think Mm. it really comes through, (laughs) through God, like the thing I've learned most about myself has been like the thing that I've learned most about God is for me, I'm always go, go, go in a hurry, like Mm -hmm. always stressed about what's going to happen, how everything is going to turn out. But the thing that I've learned most has just been trusting the process and knowing that everything is going to work out for his good. I think that just has really intertwined my perfectionism and my wanting to control my own life with God is going to work everything out in the way that it's supposed to. And me worrying about it, me stressing about the outcome is never going to bring any type of joy for me. So um, definitely the biggest thing I've learned as a college athlete as well, just trusting in the busy schedule that everything is going to work out and not trying to overstress about all the little things. Yeah, that's really good. Mm -hmm. I definitely have had to learn that (laughs) lesson too. And it's still hard. It's a fight every day. Mm -hmm. But like when we remember that the Lord has control and us trying to control what he already has in his hands isn't going to help just make us stressed. Mm -hmm. That's such a big lesson. So I love that. Um, Okay, so softball has been in your life for, I'm sure, as long as you can remember. For those of you who don't know, Kaylee is a stellar FSU softball (laughs) player, uh, which is how we met. We're both athletes here. And you've grown up playing and working hard. And by the time you were 15, you committed to FSU, Mm -hmm. which is the same as me. So that's cute. (laughs) Um, And now you're here and you're living the dream. Mm -hmm. And you've seen a lot of success in the classroom and on the field, which is awesome. So can you just give us a little picture of what your life with softball has been like? Mm. I don't think I'd be who I am without softball. I think just the friendships that I've been able to build and 
the different people I've been able to meet and being able to live out this dream that I've had since I was five years old has been amazing. I think for me, softball has always been so much more than just a game because Mm -hmm. I get my joy from other people and from filling up other people and just to be able to meet so many different teammates and build connections and build lifelong friendships has been so meaningful to me and has definitely opened my eyes up to what makes me who I am and just how I'm able to fill up during the day, like being able to surround myself with good people. So softball has definitely been one of the major parts of my life since I was five, six years old. So it's been a long ride, but a fun one. That's awesome. So I know you've mentioned to me, you grew up in the Lutheran church Mm -hmm. and as you were growing up, you knew who Jesus was, but it wasn't until your sophomore year of high school Mm -hmm. that your eyes were finally open to like actually the good news and the love of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So can you share what changed in that year and how your eyes were kind of open to that? Yeah, I'm super grateful that I was able to go to private school because Mm -hmm. going into a public high school and starting to get involved with different groups there, I learned that not a lot of people knew the Bible stories. Not a lot of people knew what was actually in the Bible. And so I'm very grateful that I was able to go to private school and, and learn what was in the Bible, what the word said, but it never really connected with me on how I could use it in my own life. And so going into high school was a hard time for me, especially to to a public high school for the first time. Um, Just trying to find my group of people, trying to connect with God when I didn't have it as part of a class or as part of my day. Um, And a sophomore year of high school, my friend and teammate invited me to a small group for her church. And my eyes were just really opened as Mm. to how I could apply the word to my own life and how I could have a relationship with God. And it wasn't just the Bible that I had to read and follow, but it was the Bible that yeah. I could read and apply to my own life mm. and get me through the tough times, get me through the, the good and the bad. Yeah. Um, and it just, that small group really opened my eyes up to having a real relationship. Yeah. Um, so being able to tie in the Bible stories that I had learned with the relationship just it set off the light bulb for me just to like have the good news, have Jesus in my life right now instead of just thinking it's somewhere I was going. So that is awesome. Yeah. I think I have a similar story with that. Like I went to private Christian school until college. So a little bit longer than you, but you're right. I knew everything. I could tell you every story about the Bible and I was like thankful for it, but I was like, I don't do with it. Like I'm never going to use it. Like, okay, I know this stuff. And then when I came to college, I it was like my sophomore year of college. I was mm-hmm. four years behind you. But like <laughs> finally connecting the dots of like, yeah, okay, this is more than just a pr- like me praying in the morning and mm-hmm. at night and reading my Bible. Like this, these words in this book actually apply to my life, which is really cool. Yes. And the fact that the Bible was written 2,000 years ago and still applies to our lives mm-hmm. today is crazy I could talk about that for a long time (laughs) I think it's so cool um but yeah God's so cool and it's just so cool to hear how when we make that connection everything changes Mm -hmm. I know I I always in my old church they always was was like the word is alive the word is alive and I never understood what that meant yeah until I was like oh my gosh it's alive as in I can use it right now right not just as like it's something I read to learn right it's not a history book yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that is so cool yeah Okay, so as this relationship with Jesus grew, how did softball fit into this new understanding of God? Yeah, 
High school was definitely tough because I had a teammate or two that I was really close with um, in faith and in softball and in school, but um, there were also a lot of teammates that I played with that didn't know God, and I never really knew how to approach that because learning about the good news and learning about, you know, heaven, I wanted all of the people that I loved to be there. Yeah. Um, And so it was hard for me because there was also a stereotype of, the Christian girl on the team, mm-hmm. the girl who prayed before games, the girl who wanted to do this and that instead of, you know, maybe going to parties. And yeah. um, that was definitely really hard in high school for me was the stereotype of, like, being a Christian girl. But I don't remember ever letting that impact me to where I would change myself, which yeah. I'm very grateful for as well. Like, I tried to stay as strong as I could in my faith. And um, I think softball has also brought me such amazing like faith friendships too. coming to college like two of my best best teammates I mean I still connect with her to this day she lives all the way out in Texas and we still like text and FaceTime like she was so helpful in my faith journey here and especially coming into a public college with so many people on campus and a team of 22, 23, 28 one year. Like, it's a lot of different personalities. And it's so I'm so grateful to be surrounded by so many different backgrounds and to learn where everybody comes from in softball. I think that's so awesome that we talk about that all the time, that we all have different definitions of family and, you know, what we believe in and what we live our lives by and who we are. And for 22 different girls to come in and play a common sport and have yeah. something in common and try to achieve a common goal is amazing. Yeah. Softball's given me so many different I think it's opened my eyes to so many different ways of living yeah. than just my own. And I think that's so great. Like I'm so grateful for that because yeah. I really see how God has made everybody unique and yeah. God has a story for everybody. Really cool. But it's definitely along with the stereotype in high school, I think coming here and finding like we had a Bible study on my team the past couple of years and just to find, you know, that group that I've connected with and, yeah. like, grown my faith with. I think it's awesome to see the different people that God brings you throughout your life and yeah. to help you get, you know, better in softball, better in school, better in your faith. Like, yeah. I think it's just amazing to see, you know, the journey from where I started to where I am yeah. now and the different people he's brought me because of softball. Right. Yeah, it's really cool to see how the Lord has, like, kept you under his wing, kind yeah. of. But I also think it's so cool how God uses... The things that we do to mm-hmm. bring us people with similar interests and yes. maybe it's just one common thing that we have yeah. but it is really cool to see how I think in relationships we can see how intentional our God is mm-hmm. like yeah I agree he's so intentional and that is so cool he cares about the little things which is awesome yeah I agree so when we were preparing for this you said mm-hmm. Jesus loves me no matter how I play yeah and I love that because it's so true and it's so much more important than how like we could play the best ever and if that wasn't true nothing would matter Mm -hmm. but it is true and it's just so cool like it's more important than anything we could accomplish Mm -hmm. or desire like Jesus loves you no matter how you do in school what you do for work how many friends you have Mm -hmm. how good you are at this or that like he just loves you it's Mm -hmm. really simple um so how has that knowledge kind of set you free and allowed you to live and play free from pressure. Yeah, I think the first 
year and a half of college was really hard for me because softball became almost like a full-time job and I was putting so much pressure on myself to perform. Um, Finally being here, finally being able to live out the dream, like I just wanted to play and Mm -hmm. um, was in and out of the lineup, like getting a lot of experience. Um, And it was really hard for me because when I was in the lineup, I was just, I wasn't playing for the fun of it. I wasn't Mm -hmm. playing for the love of the game. I was just letting pressure define who I was and letting softball results define who I was. Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't till the end of my technically redshirt freshman year, but yes. sophomore year, <laughs> true sophomore year, um, like right before postseason, I saw a tweet from some professional softball player. And it was just, I don't even know if it was meant to be Christian or not, <laughs> but it was just like, my result is not my worth. Mm-hmm. And uh, something in me just clicked. It was such a revelation mm-hmm. I was like opened total light bulb moment like just seeing that tweet I just remember sitting there and thinking like oh my gosh I get it like I always had told myself like it's okay like you don't have to perform for Jesus like whatever happens he still loves you and I kept telling myself that but didn't know and understand what it felt like and I just remember towards the end of that season I was just like oh my gosh I get it like my identity is not in softball. Like okay. my coach has always said, softball is not who you are; it's what you do. And yeah, I was like, that's really good. But softball is who I am. Like I always <laughs> used to be like, but no, soft. Like I'm a softball <laughs> player. That's who I am. And I never like I don't know that it's so random that just a tweet right. could like set off a revelation moment for me. But I just remember like from that moment, I just played so free yeah. and like had fun with the game. I was mm-hmm. like, it doesn't matter if I go three for three or zero for three. It doesn't matter what I do. Like. It doesn't matter what the world thinks or what the commentators say or, like, what I look like on the field. Like, it doesn't matter because my result is not my worth. That's so good. I don't even know if it was meant to be Christian. (laughs) I don't – I've never seen that pro softball player post anything Christian, so I don't even know if it was, like, meant to be faith-based or not. Probably not. (laughs) Probably not, but for me, it just completely opened my eyes. And from there, I was able to play really free and – in these big moments, like, since that year, I've been able to tell myself, like, yes, it's a big game, but, like, I can go 0 for 3, and the world is not over. Yeah. Like, it is okay to go through a slump. It is okay to go through the hard yeah. times. Like, God has my back. God has, you know, this plan in store for me. I yeah. think just the way that my eyes were opened yeah. and how I can play softball now so freely, so cool. success is just a byproduct, but just to be able to have fun with the game yeah. again, have fun with my teammates, like have the joy of being on the field. Like, I feel like, you know, a little kid yeah. on the playground. My coach says that all the time. So cute. Like, he's like, you look like you're playing on the playground out there. Like, that's like a little awesome. kid. And that's what I wanted. You know, that's how I used to play the game. So yeah. I think, gosh, just all that that had set me free from, like, I had put my whole identity in softball since probably high school, since I committed. Yeah. And I think high school was easy to get by because, right. you know, you weren't doing it to the extent of a college yep. schedule and getting to college super hard. But, yeah, I mean, just to see the change in my mindset, the change in my faith, like, mm. that no matter what happens, like, Jesus loves me. And I think that has in turn helped me be successful because I'm able to just forget about the pressure and forget yeah. about, like the statistics and the results and just like play for the fun of it and I'm so grateful that God has given me the gift to play softball because like again I don't know who I'd be without it but I know like softball is just not who I am it's what I do and that was a huge lesson to learn so yeah I love that you said it's a gift that God has given you because that's what I was thinking like Mm -hmm. 
it's so cool. You know that you have what's really important, but God's given you this gift and he's let you play and be really good and use it to glorify him. Yes. And just like the ability for you to do that and have fun with it. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. I think a lot of times people think like, oh, God isn't fun or he has like all these rules that I need to follow. But like following Jesus can be really fun. So fun. It makes you free. Yes. When you figure that out and when you actually believe that and not just know it, Mm -hmm. you get to experience life in a whole new way. And it's really cool to see like, I mean, I can see it on your face. Mm -hmm. Like I know that you believe what you're saying. It's Mm -hmm. really cool. So I had a, a teammate who had told me like, you know, once you stop playing for the approval of the coaches or the approval of your teammates or the approval of the fans, like, she was just like, I, she had told me her revelation moment was just, it clicked that she was like, yeah. why am I playing to like uh, get the approval of my coaches? Like, yeah. that's so hard to do, especially in college. Like, you want to prove that you can be in the lineup and prove that you're good. Yeah. And, you know, oh, I want to show my coaches that I'm a good player. Like, yeah. Well, first of all, she was like, they recruited you. They know you're a good player. Like, they're not just going to think you're not a good player for being here. Like, they love you. And I'm grateful to have such a good coaching staff that's loved me as a person and a player. I think that's made such a difference here. And I know I have, you know, old teammates elsewhere that don't have that relationship with their coaches. So I'm grateful that I had coaches that, you know, I can go up to their offices and, like, talk about my day, whether it was good or bad. And, yeah, you know, really just to be able to have that relationship where they have my back. And she, I just remember, like, she was pretty much my mentor. And she was just like, you don't have to play for the yeah. approval of them. Like, play for yourself. Play for your teammates. Like, yeah. don't, like, play for God. Like, don't play for the approval yeah. because that's so just, like, yeah passive. And, like, it locks you up. And yeah. that had just, I mean, she had helped me through a lot the past couple of years, too. Just, like learning how to play free and I That's think really everything good. just clicked at the at the right moment for me which was so grateful to like be able to be on the stage and yeah. just to thank God for everything like instead of you know trying to play for the approval trying to you know play for myself I was never successful in that way but as soon as I like let go and was like have your way God I don't mm-hmm. know what's gonna happen I don't know if I meant to start here I don't know if I meant to you know play every game yeah. but like you've got a plan and I'm just gonna let you that's really good. You know, have your way, and that's when everything yeah. totally changed, when I let go of the control, so. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it, it's so hard to not seek approval from yes. people, because that's who we see every day, and yeah. we want people to think we're good and mm-hmm. like us, but ultimately, like, you have the approval of God, and yeah. that's all you could ever, like, ask for. So about. much more satisfying. So like, much more. So much more satisfying. His love is so much more satisfying. Like, you know, I know when I get busy and I don't connect, it's like I crave being back in my time with God. Like I don't ever crave, you know, that from other people because it's Mm. so draining. It's not ever fully filling. So that's good. I love that. I was listening to a song the other day about how easy it is to love God, but hard to trust him. Mm. Um, And they say, I find it easy to love you, but not so easy to trust you. Mm. And I think this is really true in my life. Like, it's easy to love God until I have to tie in trusting him. Yeah. And I think something that's really sweet about our God is that he's given us his Holy Spirit to Mm. help us trust him. And he's given us the Bible to help us know more about him and learn about his character. But when we know who God is and his love for us, it helps us to trust him. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if we think about it, like, people that we trust, we know they love us and they yeah. have our best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. 
And so trust can be really hard, but as we learn more about Jesus and his love for us, it becomes a little bit easier to yeah. trust. So how have you learned to trust Jesus as you've learned more about his love for you? Mm. I've definitely learned trust from spending time with him. Mm. Um, like I can, I'm very, I'm a very honest person and I do a lot of like self-reflecting and I trust God the most when I know I've spent time with him and when I know that like he is for me and I have his voice in the back of my head. But yeah. like when I take a couple weeks and I just get really busy with life and I don't spend time to connect and I self-reflect and I'm like, it's hard to trust him right now because I'm far from him. Yeah. I trust him when I'm close with him. And, um, so good. you know, obviously we're going to ride our ups and downs. Like even honestly, like these past couple weeks have been so busy with spring break yeah. and on the road all spring break. Yeah. And it was, it was hard for me to connect with him and, being able to sit down literally this past Monday and be like, okay, this is what I need to be better at. Like, I always feel like when I self-reflect and I'm like, okay, honestly, have I been spending the time that I need Mm -hmm. to refill and recharge? And, you know, this world can be so draining and, you know, I can really start to feel it when I'm not close with him. So I definitely feel like me spending time with him, whether it was reading a devotional, just spending time listening to worship music, spending time in the quiet, just like listening to what he has to say and talking to him about, you know, anything that's going on. Like Mm. I feel like I trust him when I'm able to spend time with him and learn more about him, which in turn, I feel like, you know, you trust the schoolwork and you trust, you know, you trust yourself on a test when you've spent time preparing, you trust yourself in the sport when you've spent time in the cages, hitting, like doing, you know, being in the weight room, running, conditioning, like you trust you know, your skills when you've put work into them. And I feel like it's the same thing with your faith. I trust him the most when I know that I've spent time with him and that I can learn more about him. So I love that imagery. Like, well, if we practice something, if we spend time investing Mm -hmm. in something, we have a lot more confidence in it, which is so true. Mm -hmm. So something that's new to you and the whole world of college athletics is NIL. And for those of you who don't know, that's name image and so there's a new rule in college sports where you can actually make a profit Mm -hmm. off of your name image and likeness while playing college sports which is a really cool opportunity Mm -hmm. for athletes and something that you've been able to capitalize on and do really cool things with Mm -hmm. which has been cool to watch um but I want to talk about how you approach this as a Christian Mm -hmm. and using your platform because name it's your name image and likeness but you want to use it as a way to glorify the Lord Mm -hmm. so how do you balance that like pride of like yeah people want to make money off me and humility with making a profit off of your name and using that to bring glory to god Mm -hmm. i remember when nil first came into play and i had talked with my parents and um i was just like i am so grateful to be able to start making money like right when like july 1st of 2021 like Mm -hmm. right when nil became a thing like the, the deals, like, I had, like, yeah. three people reach out to me that day, and I was like, so whoa, cool. like, this is a lot for a 20-year-old, like, yeah. not knowing anything about, like, never had a full-time job before, mm-hmm. like, I don't know <laughs> that much about making money and taxes and everything, yeah uh, reading contracts, and so I think yeah. for me, since, you know, NIL came into play for college athletes, I never wanted to lose sight of who I was. Mm-hmm. I made that a priority with every deal that approached me, with any company that approached me, like, I made sure to do my research. I made sure to look like what they're about because I never wanted to put my character mm-hmm. into question because 
I'm so grateful that I've been able to make a name for myself, but <clears throat> ultimately I'm not playing the sport for yeah. Kaylee Mudge to be, you know, up on the screens. Like yeah. I'm playing because I'm so grateful God's given me the opportunity and the skill set to play. And yeah. like just knowing that he is the reason that I'm here has grounded me in my NIL. I think, you know, seeing a bunch of other athletes take advantage of it is great. Like it's a great opportunity, yeah. especially for, you know, college athletes that don't have a lot of time to, you know, have a full-time job, make money. Um, But I never wanted to put myself in a situation where my character would be Mm. questioned or where I would take it for granted, Um, you know, possibly get in trouble and lose eligibility. Like, I I took NIL very seriously. It wasn't, for me, I wanted a very mature approach of it's great to make money, but I never wanted to become, you know, Mm. who I am. Like, I don't want nil to define me which yeah. is very hard especially when it's about money yeah um but not letting the money define me not letting you know the deals define me more as like what can i help the company with like how can i yeah. help you instead of oh like let me just get this money so that i can right. have money you know like yeah. in a selfish way um so definitely being mature about what deals i take and keeping my character in mind like yeah. i never wanted to change who i was for money or yeah. um have a company like try to change who I right. am. Um, so it's definitely a hard fine yeah. line. Yeah. Um, I've had some good deals, some bad deals and um, just learning, you know, along the way with a lot yeah. of, it's so new still in the NCAA, but right. um, you know, just never letting my character come into question or yeah. the money being more and starting to define me just like yeah. my sport. Like I never wanted right. the success to define me. So um, yeah, definitely hard, yeah. but definitely not, amazing opportunity yeah um i'm so grateful like i've been able to use the money to help pay rent and utilities and help towards my scholarship like you know useful things which i think a lot of athletes can benefit off of but definitely a fine line between like you know keeping in mind who i am yeah what defines me so yeah i think that's really wise just being like okay i don't want to represent something that's not what i believe in Mm -hmm. and all of that like taking the time to do your research and make yeah. sure that you can glorify God through that, which yes. is really cool. Mm-hmm. So as a former college athlete, I know how absolutely crazy <laughs> busy life is and how many demands are put on you mm-hmm. from so many different people. And there's so much going on. Sometimes it feels like you're just going from one thing to the next yeah. and trying to make it through your day, checking something off your schedule and moving on. Um, but something that I've been thinking about a lot lately it's just inviting the Lord into every part of our lives mm. and not letting our schedule rule our lives yeah. because that's something that I struggle with. Yeah. And I mean, it's hard when we have so much going on, mm-hmm. but we can let Jesus rule our lives even with our busy schedule. And yes. that's really cool. So mm-hmm. how have you been able to invite Jesus in to everything? And how's that influenced the way that you go about things like training, conditioning, mm-hmm. competition, even like teamwork and teammates? Yeah. All that. I think practically I usually at least this semester I have like 15 minute walks to my class and I used to be like oh I don't want to walk 15 minutes but I had like a mindset switch where I was like I can listen to 15 Mm -hmm. minutes of worship music or 15 minutes of a podcast like um so I think finding time throughout my day to connect because I find when I'm constantly on that busy schedule and I'm not spending time throughout the day like it adds up and I can feel just how draining it is Um, so I think just being able to spend a little time here and there throughout the day. Um, and then also just reminding myself in the tough moments, being able to take a step back, like, you know, if 
I'm getting impatient with a teammate or if I'm just not feeling like myself that day, like being able to take a step back and be like, take one deep breath. Remember like why you are here. Remember the grace and mercy and the love that God has given me. Like, why can I not give that, you know, to my teammates? And, um, obviously hard to do in heat of a moment situation. Yes. Much easier said than done. But like, just, I think I feel the most joy when I'm grateful for, like living in gratitude. So even if I'm waking up and not wanting to go to lift or if I'm dealing with a tough teammate at times, like I'm grateful to be in that position because in the softball world, I know so many girls would love to be in my shoes and I never want to take that for granted, especially after COVID, like shutting down season. I was like, I never want to take one day for granted. So um, living for gratitude is living from a state of gratitude is something Mm -hmm. I've always taken into account of like, grounding me throughout my day when it gets busy when it gets monotonous when it gets like oh here we go again like especially in the fall when it's all Mm preseason and it's and it's no fun games (laughs) yet it's hard fall is the hardest time for me yeah um but I think just day by day stepping back and being like this is why I'm here like I'm so grateful to be here and I'm so grateful God has let me like given me the opportunity to be here and given me this space to where I can, you know, be the best athlete that I can be, but also be, yeah. you know, the best daughter in Christ. I feel like it's such a humbling experience to remember that and to not get too far from, you yeah. know, his love and to remember that he has loved me. So why can't mm. I, you know, love others around me? That's really, really good. Mm. I love that. Okay. So the last thing that I'll ask you is what advice would you give to other Christian athletes who are navigating all of the challenges mm-hmm. that come with competing at a really high level yeah my biggest advice would definitely be um like having (laughs) having a sense of your identity I know identity is something that is talked about a lot in the church and I've heard so many sermons about you know your identity is in Christ and Mm -hmm. that is so true but remembering even to a deeper level like what I had learned was like your result is not your worth like Mm -hmm. whatever sport you play I promise you, like, God is not checking you off the list if you go over three. God is not <laughs> checking you off the list. God is not like, see ya, bye, like, yeah. for performing bad. Like, he loves just watching us, you know, live our lives for him. And I mm-hmm. definitely feel like the biggest piece of advice I could give is just, like, diving into the word, learning more about, like, who you are as a daughter in Christ because that's so much more than who you are as an athlete, as a person, as a mm-hmm. friend. Like, I feel like I am who I am because of... God like because of who he has made me and how unique I am in his light um so I think that would be my biggest advice is just yeah I know like I even in high school learned so much about the identity and and never clicked for me until college like I I was always hearing like yeah my identity is in Christ but like I don't know what that feels like what it looks like what it means um so I just encourage young athletes to, whether it's watching sermons or maybe a tweet pops up one day and your whole <laughs> life changes. Like, I don't know. But yeah. um, that's so cool. just really diving into, like, who you are. You're more than an yeah. athlete. And I, it took me so long to accept mm-hmm. that. I was like, no, softball is who I am. Like, softball is all that I want to do. It's all who I am. <laughs> and I was so stubborn in that aspect yeah. until, like, everything was just, yeah. you know. Look at you now. Yeah. Now I know. Now. And it took, you know, it always takes a while. Everybody's got a different journey. And yeah, yeah, biggest advice would just be like learning who you are as a daughter in Christ. It's so much like it's so much more and it's so much more satisfying and filling Mm -hmm. than 
just thinking that you're an athlete, you know? Yeah. That's so good. Mm. Great advice. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy schedule and <laughs> coming over and chatting with me and yes. being on the podcast. It was so fun to be here. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. If you did, please share with a friend and head over to Apple Podcasts to leave a rating and a review. Hope you have a great week.